Welcome to Two Gals and a Glass Half Full. We are Dr. Bobby and Dr. Jess, two physical therapists doing our best to live healthy lives most of the time. Moderation is important, right? We like to see our glasses as half full, and some days this is a lot harder than others, and hope to share that perspective with you um, through conversation between us and also interviewing others that are more knowledgeable than us. So we are excited if this is your first episode that you're joining for. Welcome. Hopefully you can come join us along the way as we learn and grow together with all sorts of different topics. If you've been following along with us, continue to join along and feel free to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. So post, engage, interact. Let us know what you like, things that you'd like to hear more about. And we'd love to bring you uh, even better content each, each and every week. So today we are talking about the toxin-free products that Dr. Bobby and I use ourselves. We've been learning along the way this month about why it's really important to make small changes along the way in order to decrease the amount of toxins that our bodies are exposed to, whether it's something that we're topically putting on our skin, things that we're ingesting, or even things that are um, maybe just offloading stuff that we're smelling, right? So like cleaning products, things like that. Uh, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start with saying, why did I start doing this? Like, why did I even think that this was a good idea? <laughs> uh, along the way, I, I will say like the way I grew up is that my mom really instilled in us a sense of reduce, reuse, recycle and not creating waste in your environment if you can afford it. So what that means is that, you know, using reusable grocery bags and um, packing your lunch and not using a lot of pre pre-packaged things like Lunchables and things like that. It was more like make your lunch in a reusable bag and put it in that lunchbox that you reuse, your water bottle, things like that. So I'd say like I was raised with that mindset of reduce, reuse, recycle, uh, but I didn't really have a true understanding of the products that I put on my skin, uh, shampoo, cleaners, things like that. I really, I, I wasn't as aware. I would kind of think that I was making a decent choice because of advertising and branding of like, oh, this product is natural or um, <laughs> whatever it might be. I was like, oh, <laughs> you gotta love that. Right. Yeah. Like it's natural. I'm going to buy that one. <laughs> you know, like I didn't, I didn't give it as much thought and attention as I, as I, think I should have. Um, but when I was pregnant with my first kiddo, uh, we heard from uh, Dr. Anna Reed, and she is somebody that's a good friend of mine. And as she was going through her PhD training, she was learning a ton about these toxins that are in our environment, whether it's food or, or skincare, things like that. And especially when I was pregnant, she called me and she was like, Dr. Jess, uh, here's, here's the deal. Okay. Now that you're pregnant, we're going to have a conversation and I need you to make <laughs> some changes in your life. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell me like for sure. She's like, what kind of shampoo do you use? I was like, um, it was on whatever's sale. on sale. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's Boko. <laughs> she was like, tell me the name. <laughs> Oh, I think, I think we're doing an intervention. I, th I think that's what this is. <laughs> so anyway, it was great because it was out of love that she had that conversation with me and it was based on knowledge that she had gained during her, um, not only through her training for the PhD, but then as she was getting into her career as well. And she was realizing the amounts that labeling is really misleading. 
And, um, and so anyway, I was like, absolutely. Like I, I, I value and respect your opinion and I will make the changes that I need to make uh, because I, you know, I've got this baby growing inside of me and I want to make sure that I'm, I'm being as safe as possible with every choice that I make uh, moving forward. Uh, so it's like, she was at the beginning of that, like really pushing hard in her career and making sure that she was telling people in her life and, you know, trying to get the word out of like, Hey, there are very, very, very big ranges of products that exist. Uh, so just yeah. be aware of that. And I wasn't as aware as I could have been. I will tell you that. And I'm not perfect in any way. <laughs> like it's, there's, there's days where I, I know, I know that, uh, I might be, we might be on the road eating things that are, you know, you, you know, you know, they're not the best, uh, but that's okay. Because overall we just try and make good choices as much as we possibly can without being super stressed about it and without beating ourselves up and feeling super guilty yeah. if we're not like 100% every single, every single time. So, um, so that's kind of, that's my backstory and, and why the why that's always important. Mm -hmm. Uh, so Dr. Bobby, what's, what's your why? So, um, like most things I was raised complete opposite of you. Um, ours is about convenience. My mom hated cooking. Um, it was like, what packaged food can we put together? Like, what can I just throw and buy that I don't have to make? You know, like it was just all about convenience, kind of fast paced living. Especially with sports and gymnastics, I'd get picked up from school and go to the gym and I had to eat on the way. Um, so um, for me, all of that knowledge did not come until, oh my goodness, a few years ago. And I started, you know, we had Gretchen on before and I started following Gretchen and one of her friends, um, another leader with her. And I just kind of like, my eyes started to open. But for me, it was like an overwhelming you know, I was in this, in this phase of a trying to, I was following Dave Ramsey. So I was paying down debt. So I was like, financially, everything, making it as cheap as I could, so I could pay off every piece of debt I had. And um, unfortunately, sometimes these products, not always, but sometimes these products are a bit more expensive, um, especially on the front thing side of things. And so like, to me, it was a very overwhelming, um, so like what I did is I just started small and I started with one thing and I'm going to tell you, I am as far from perfect. I think Joss probably follows a little bit more of like those products than I do at this point, but I just kind of like each time I go to get something new, I try to find a good alternative for it instead of just like throwing everything out and being like, let's start over. Um, so I'm not going to lie. I still have like my favorite candles are Bath and Body Works. They're awful for you. I know that they're so bad as Jess's eyes get like so big in the camera. That was awesome. <laughs> I know they're so bad, but yeah, moderation. It's making changes as I go. And um, maybe one day that that candle will be gone um, because of the fragrance and all of that. But you know what? It's okay. It's the here right it is, or it's here right now. Um, and every little change I make, I know makes a difference. And so those little changes over time will add up. Absolutely. So Dr. Bobby today, what's in your glass? What's in my glass. So today I'm starting out with some good old water H2O. I feel like that's what it's been in my glass lately because of the mornings I try it. We took this record mornings. I try to have some good water. So it's like coffee or water. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, how about so you, Dr. Jess? What do you have in yours? I've got my smoothie today. So in the smoothie, 
is uh, I just, I buy frozen fruit. Uh, it makes it a lot easier. Um, eventually, once my fruit trees are producing, I'll be able to, you know, get that fruit off the tree, freeze it, and it'll be ready to go. But right now I do buy pre-packed fruit uh, with some, I've got some protein powder. It's all organic, uh, some microgreens, um, chia seed, and uh, I've got a little bit of peanut butter uh, flour just for some extra protein. And then I use an oat milk in there. So it's fantastic. I love it every morning. Sounds good. Um, yeah. When I go into the office, they're like, surprise smoothie. I'm like, <laughs> they're like predictable. <laughs> well, so Dr. Jess question for you, what is the first product that you changed? So the very first, when I was like big time, the intervention happened <laughs> and, I, and I went past reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> I actually started really thinking about my products. Uh, I changed my shampoo and that was like step one because it was something that I could go to the store and get. And um, I was like, okay, well, I, I actually, and I needed shampoo. So that was the thing. I was out of shampoo. I was going to be buying shampoo anyway. So that's kind of how I made these choices is as I was run out of a product, then I would look mm -hmm. to change the product. Because again, like Dr. Bobby, like I can't just like throw all this stuff away. Like, and all of a sudden I've got this huge, like, boom, like hundreds of dollars in products, you know, that's right. wasn't quite built into my budget. Um, so what I did is um, I, I looked at different ones and, 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 you know, um, Dr. Reed, she also helped with like some of the things that she had found as well. So it took me a couple tries with shampoos to find one that I really did like. And so the one that I, that I've been using, the brand is called Native. Um, and so they have all different, um, all different, um, you know, lines. So some are meant for like dandruff, some are more for normal, like normal oily hair, you know, the, all the different, um, levels of hair care that you might need. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I can get those at Target, um, or you can order them online. They have them on Amazon. So it just kind of, it, it, you know, just depends on what works for you. If you forget and you need to run out <laughs> and get it, uh, I, 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 I can get it at my local Target, which is nice. I call it Target because I feel schmancier when I walk in. <laughs> I call it Target. Um, I like it. Right. So what are like, what is the big difference you like notice between like just conventional, the kind of the, the stuff we used to buy or I still buy that's mm -hmm. like cheap um, right. and um, versus that? You're going to notice a big difference in the smell. So the stuff that is the, usually the less expensive stuff, they're going to fill it with a lot of things that smell, 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 smell pretty. Um, and that smell is helping to block uh, everything else that you don't quite realize what you're putting on. So a lot of these products are not going to be nearly as um, odorific. <laughs> it's going to be much more basic um, is, is how that works. But I will say that you can add essential oils to your products if you want a little bit more smell to it. Um, and so that's what I've, I've recently started making soap because um, not that I, not that I have to, I mean, you can buy soap. That's good, but it was just kind of a fun project that, that we could do. And um, it wasn't too hard. I didn't do like uh, all these major steps. I just got some, so it's like this goat milk soap. Okay. And we're going to have okay. links below uh, in this episode so that we're going to try and link as much as we can in case anybody's interested in, uh, changing up some products. And so this is a melt and pour kind of soap. So literally you just put it in, I put it in a, a glass um, measuring cup 
and like I, I melted it. So I put it in for 30 seconds, stir, 30 seconds, stir, um, and just kind of melt that soap down. So that becomes a liquid. And then I poured it into um, silicone molds. And so I already had some silicone molds because of making granola bars and um, you know things like that. So kind of poured into that mold. Then you can add the essential oils that you want so that it will smell good. And then different essential oils are beneficial in different ways. Um, mm. And then I also just had some dried um, uh, flowers that I put in there, mainly just to make it look pretty, you know? <laughs> yeah, but it works great. Um, so, you know, it's just like a bar of soap. Um, and then yeah, I've had this, nice. yeah, it's like a little soap saver bag that I put it in. So that way in the shower, you just like leave it hanging and it lathers in there, which is great. And then it hangs and then it doesn't get, you know, like those soap dishes, how nasty they get all the time. Yes. Um, yeah. this way, this way it doesn't. Um, so it's really, really mild for your skin. Uh, so it doesn't over, overly dry you out. Cause that's, that's the other thing is you don't want to like really dry out your skin and then have to like replenish with a ton of lotion because you're constantly being too abrasive with your skin. My skin is a little on the sensitive side, so I have to be, <laughs> have to be mindful. It'll dry out real quick. Um, so Dr. Bobby, what are some of the changes that you've made with some of the products, uh, recently? So the very first product I tried changing was deodorant just because I read how much it is, you know, that area is close to a lot of lymph nodes and for breast cancer for females and things like that. Um, so that is the first one I tried changing. However, I will tell you, I probably picked one of the hardest things to change because, um, man, it was like over a good year before I like found one that worked for me. Um, I had no idea. I went in and just like kind of bought whatever I heard other people trying and mm -hmm. realized like, you know, some of them are made with like baking soda. Well, my body doesn't tolerate baking soda very well. Some of them are made, a lot of them are made with essential oils. Well, I have come to find out that for some reason I cannot use lavender in my armpits. Um, it just like makes me <laughs> break out and I love lavender. I love the smell of it, yeah. but I just, it's not an essential oil I can use on my body. Um, so I have come down to two that I absolutely like um, with different companies. And this is just what worked for me. There's a lot of great companies out there that have different deodorant. Um, and so um, if you try these and you're like, eh, not for me, it may not be for you. Like I literally tried probably like 10 different companies and then each in those companies, I tried different flavors and things like that. So my absolute all-time favorite is from Primoly Pure. It's a charcoal deodorant. Um, and so they also have like different, they have like geranium and uh, tea tree and they have like different, uh, it's not flavors, scents. I guess mm -hmm. is the word. Um, but this one is like my all-time favorite. It is one that I kind of go back to. And then the other one I really like is Skin Foodie. Um, and we probably will talk a lot about that. I know Jess and I both really like that. And I've had a bunch of different of theirs. I will find if I'm going to be like sweating a lot, doing a lot, um, the Primally Pure actually works better for me um, in regards to uh, smells that are kind of blocking smell in this case. Um, <laughs> but I really like to use the skin foodie um, <laughs> yeah. as well. So like that would be, that was probably my first one. Um, it was probably in line with Crunchy, which Gretchen, um, you know, Gretchen talked about and that is with makeup and stuff. Um, but I, yeah. I do think I tried the deodorant first. Yeah, awesome. And um, I actually switched my deodorant when uh, Dr. Bobby came to visit 
last year because she showed me both of those and they both worked better than what I was currently using. So I use the skin foodie deodorant every day. And um, I am like, I live in Florida and it is hot and I sweat and it works great. Like, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Um, if it can work for me, then it can probably work for anybody. Cause um, <laughs> it's, it's hot and muggy here um, for many months. <laughs> Do you have a favorite scent? I actually use the one I use here is the sensitive skin. Um, so I, okay. like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not going to like, I, I just, I didn't even risk it. I didn't even try, um, something that wasn't for sensitive skin because just cause my skin kind of yeah. hates a lot of things. Um, so I was like, no, I don't think so. I don't need to have like <laughs> bumps underneath my armpits just so that it smells yeah. different. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, morning, I, I never like, reacted. You can get rashes and stuff like, and there's like charcoal detox and like, you're good. It, it, it is a process. I will tell you deodorant yeah. was probably the hardest thing I had to change. And it was my first thing I tried and it was, it was a process. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd say like the other, um, with other, like, you know, just skincare stuff. I, I do like skin foodie as well for the, uh, the body butter. Um, so mm -hmm. it's great. It's, it's nice and thick and it absorbs, it absorbs well. There's all sorts of different scents. Um, lavender is probably my favorite just because it's, I, I, I love the smell of lavender. Um, but there's mm -hmm. other ones as well that I've tried that I've never had one that I didn't like, I'd say, you know, I think well, overall, nice yeah, they're pretty good. Um, and then I've just, I recently tried this anti-aging face cream, um, because, you know, I'm getting older and uh, <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all, aren't we all? <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe I should like, I don't know, like do a little bit more for like not getting as wrinkly as I could. Uh, well, anyway, um, so this is a Bella Bella Blair Skin Food Anti Aging Face Cream, um, and it's handcrafted in Maryland. Um, I get these on Etsy, um, so I'm trying to see if I can get that to focus. There we go. Um, so that's what this is. I got it on um, on Etsy. I'll, I'll I'll put the links below. Um, but it like overall it does great. Like I haven't had any sort of major issue with it or anything like that. I, I don't break out. Um, so I don't know if I look younger, um, but you know, <laughs> placebo effect, I feel better when I put it on. Right. Well, you can at least know what you're yeah. putting on your face is good for your skin. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think it's, isn't it? Yeah. Like everything that we put on our bodies goes into our bloodstream. It goes into our bodies. Yeah. And so like, it's really important well, what you put on top yeah. of it. Your skin is the largest, largest organ in your body. Okay. So, so if you think about that skin is an organ, it is functioning, it is living, it is breathing, it is absorbing. Um, so whatever you put onto your skin is something that will get absorbed into your body, into your bloodstream. And so it, it is not, I, I mean, like for real, like it is something that should be talked about and um, be mindful of what you're putting on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So how about outside of like skincare? Um, what are some, so like, what are some cleaning stuff that you have switched? Cause I know you've probably, you've switched those more than I have. Right, yeah. So when I, when I think about cleaning products, I still, I'm always gonna go on that mindset of like reduce, reuse, recycle. So, mm -hmm. um, so what I like, I've got these glass, uh, these glass bottles that I use that are refillable. And I got these on Grove Collaborative and, um, you know, oftentimes you can get stuff on sale. Um, that's, that's kind of how I, you know, different things. If I see a sale going on, then I'm like, oh, I'll get two more. And then I can leave one in the bathroom and one in the kitchen, um, things like that. 
Uh, so it's, it's something I've built along the way. But the cool thing is that there's like writing on these. So all you have to do is turn the silicone and then it's labeled for you. So that way you can make oh, sure okay. that you know what's in your bottle. So when you're spraying it, you're not like, I don't know, spraying Windex on something that you want a multi-purpose cleaner for, okay? So the other thing that I do with cleaning products is I get these uh, concentrates. So the concentrate comes in a glass bottle. So again, less plastic. And then all you do is you pour that into your refillable bottle, add water, and um, you're good to go. Uh, so that's kind of some of the some of the ways that I've been able to change my cleaning products is buying concentrates and then adding them to reusable bottles. Um, same thing with like hand soaps, things like that. You can do you can there's tabs you can drop in. Um, now I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot real fast. Okay. <laughs> Ready? No. So like when you buy the concentrates. How mm -hmm. price point wise versus what you get compared to a regular bottle? Do you have any idea of like how many like a, the bottle would be compared to or? It's actually the concentrates aren't that bad. I want to mm -hmm. say it might be like maybe a little bit over $3 for a concentrate. Okay. Uh, so it's, it really isn't that bad. And the issue is, is buying the glass bottle. So if you're like, oh, I'm going to buy five glass bottles for my house because I want, you know, different types of spray cleaners, that's where you're going to have some expense. So, mm -hmm. so what I've done is I've just gotten, cause I had plastic bottles before, but they like break down and, you know, they just get kind of yeah. crummy and they're, they're cheaper than glass for sure. But I mean, overall, you know, it's, it's not that many bottles. So I would just replace one bottle at a time. You know, so mm -hmm. if one was getting kind of crummy, then I would get a glass bottle um, and I would just add one glass bottle every couple of months. So then over the course of a year now, I've like, you know, it's just like little things that you just kind of keep changing the products out as you need something new. And, mm -hmm. and the glass bottle isn't like all that expensive. It's just if you're doing that plus the cleaner, plus, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it gets a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. Now, do you let the, um, your boys may not be at the age yet, but how do you feel about like kids with them and things like that? Yeah, it, de it definitely depends on the cleaner itself. So mm -hmm. uh, normally what I'll do is I'll have essentially just like a soap solution, you know, um, really quite basic that we'll use for like kind of cleaning some countertops and whatnot. Um, and then I'll come back in and make sure it's shiny. Um, but cause I do want to encourage cleaning. Um, that's, yeah. that's helpful. Uh, especially my, um, my oldest is at that point where he's, you know, he can, he like, he vacuums, he, you know, he's four and a half. So like he, he scrubs the toilet, you know, put the cleaner in there. He scrubs the toilet. He wipes the mirror down. <laughs> he tries. Um, right? He does a great job. You might have to come in and, you know, behind him just a little <laughs> bit and, and make it, you know, a little bit shinier, but that's okay. Um, but the, the point is, is that he's part of the process. He's part of right. um, maintaining the home together. So that way it's not just like a, oh, I'm going to sit back and kick up my feet because mom's going to do all this work. Um, mm. <laughs> Mama doesn't play that game. You mean um, you don't have that time to just let the, do everything? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but it instills that like that sense right. of belonging in the home, right? Like this is yeah. my home to maintain just as much as it is as my parents' home to maintain. So I think that's, you know, again, just values that we're trying to instill and be part of everything. Well, a lot together. of times they enjoy it too. They want to help mom, especially at that age. They really want Oh, oh he has his own uh, Teenager might be something different, but. And at that point, mm, it's on your tour list. <laughs> so <laughs> right. get it exactly. done. You got to do uh, it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. She don't want to do it alongside me. So we're buddies while we do it. I get that kind of still not a hundred percent though. <laughs> no, but he's at the adorable stage where he is always wanting to help you and do stuff. So I think right. that's great. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's fun. Um, so the other thing that, that we think about with cleaning is like, what do we clean with? Um, so one thing I do is I do, I have a garden. I love to garden. So I grow loofah. And so loofah is something that you can easily use for cleaning. Um, it's awesome. The other type of sponge that I've switched to using, it's a walnut and cellulose scrubber sponge. Um, so it's, you know, essentially it's made from ground walnut shells, recycled fibers and plant-based cellulose. So all things that are just going to get thrown away. And instead of throwing it away, they use it to make sponges. And again, I got this from Grove Collaborative. Um, so just like, again, little changes that you can make um, mm -hmm. that can um, overall just kind of go, go a long way with what we're trying to do. Again, it's some of it's like toxin-free, some of it's just more of that, like using resources uh, in a little bit of a better way and supporting companies that are trying to do that um, is yeah. also kind of part of what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think it's important that, um, I mean, we just all are trying to do a little bit as we can. There are people out there. Um, we've talked to a few already that are so much more knowledgeable and, and, you know, they, oh, and yeah. everyone has different values in the certain chemicals or toxins that they will allow in their products. So I think it's just mm -hmm. important to kind of take in all that information and kind of figure out what are you okay with and what are you wanting to change? Um, and it doesn't have to be everything and it doesn't have to, there are people that do some pretty amazing things with reducing toxins in their life. And I just, I'm not at that point to be able to do that extensive, mm -hmm. um, you know? So I think it's just important. Everyone just does their little things. Yeah. I think, yeah. You just make those small changes along the way. I mean, I didn't like all of a sudden change every single product in my life. It's been something that like little by little, I'm like, oh, you know what? Like these plastic bottles, they're reusable, but they are getting kind of crummy and like getting, you know, like falling apart a little bit. And then yeah. I saw the glass bottles like, oh, well, that would be, that would be helpful. And it's got the silicone. So if it, you know, if you put it down hard on a surface, you know, it's still kind of protected. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, little things. Um, and even like with laundry, right? Like you can, yeah. um, like the soap that we use in the laundry, or it comes in a cardboard box. Let me just see if I can pull it up here. They're called drops. Um, and again, like a lot of things that we're looking for are that it's like, you know, paraben free, um, you know, all, all the big words that it's, it's free of all that. Um, we use an unscented version of uh, the, the laundry. It's called drops. Uh, again, skin sensitivity. I really don't need, um, I, I don't need it to smell super, super, um, like anything in particular. Uh, and then my kids also have sensitive skin. So we just, we do everything unscented in the house. Um, lotions are typically unscented except for the one that I like for myself. Um, that one, <laughs> that one has scent, but otherwise lotions are unscented as well. And then these are, they come in like little pods. Um, so real easy. It comes in a nice big box. And then for the dryer, um, these wool dryer balls work, they work mm -hmm. really well so that you don't have the dryer sheets. Now you can, you can put some oils in here to try and get it to smell a little bit better. If you, if you like that, um, that's totally fine. Like I said, I'm, I'm not at the, um, just because of, you know, our skin, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to have a whole have... load that has, um, scent that irritates somebody in the house. Somebody, right. Yeah. Um, I don't have that sensitive except for deodorant. Who knew? I don't have like that sensitive skin. Um, so I do, I put, I have a three dryer balls that I, I put in and then I put mm -hmm. essential oils, not every time on it. Um, 
that yeah. typically lasts for a good amount of time. Yeah. I'll put some yeah. essential oils, like just make it look smell fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does a great job and then it's all reusable. Um, so, and then, um, in a previous episode, we talked about, we got into the kitchen and we talked about things in the kitchen that we do that are kind of reduce, reuse, recycle, but then also toxin free. And when we talked with Anna, we talked about, uh, food, right. And then, and the importance of like organic versus non-organic and, um, use of pesticides versus no pesticides and how hard it is to actually find comfort in trusting the food that we're eating and that it wasn't doused in pesticides that have or fertilizers that have grown into the food and now that's what we're ingesting um so it's a goal of mine i'm not there yet um but it is a goal of mine to be able to grow as much of the food that we eat in the house and it's i started the garden a couple years ago um we planted a bunch of fruit trees berry bushes and then we have the vegetable garden as well. And, at, you know, it's it each year, I just grow it a little bit more and a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And um, at, at this point, like it's, it's producing, it's producing well, not as much as, you know, we still buy produce from the store. Um, but it's, again, it's just like, it's a hobby, but then it's also kind of fulfilling some of the values in our home of being toxin free and eating toxin free. But then it's also going to mm-hmm. like, save money because like, if right. I can start something from seed and grow it, and then, you know, feed our family. Um, and that, I mean, that's not saying there's other and products. And it just tastes different. It does. It really does. I just think um, it tastes so different. Yeah. And then the kids are part of it with me. You know, they go out there in the garden with me. And, you know, we look for stuff that's ready and we pick it and we come inside and we decide what are we going to do today. Um, and so it's, you know, it, it's been a fun project. Um, and what I'll say is I started with starter plants. Um, I would go to Home Depot or Lowe's or something like that. And I would get starter plants and put those in. And those are great. And, it, and it's kind of like plug and go, keep it watered. And, um, and you know, it's, it's, it's easy. But I've, I've gotten a lot more into starting from seed because one, it's a lot more affordable. And then I have a much, much wider variety of what I'm able to grow if I start from seed. Because now I'm not limited to... Um, whatever the nurseries have started or whatever the big box stores Mm -hmm. have started, I can really start to expand what, what we're growing. Um, So recently I'm going to grab just, these are just like a couple of the seed packs. So recently um, I started ordering uh, from this company, it's called the um, Baker Creek heirloom seed company. Okay. It's rareseeds.com. And so there's all sorts of different kinds of um, seeds that you can get. So this is just a bunch of the squash that I will be growing. Um, and here, so I'm going to do a squash trellis. So I'll have squash oh, in each cool. of their own containers and I'm going to trellis them over. And then mm-hmm. that way it'll be like all different kind of squash that are, that are growing. Um, mm-hmm. But the trellising, you know, gets air to the leaves and then um, allows those vines to grow. So that's not all over the, all over the place. Um, but the important thing with seeds too, is that these are non GMO seeds. And so even with your seeds, you want to be kind of careful about where they come from. Um, but, uh, so yes, yeah, so that's kind of what, what is a big, that's like my long-term goal. Yeah. Um, is I to completely agree with you on that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's a hobby at the same time. It's yeah. really peaceful when I'm out there. I love, um, it's it just, it's calming. Um, it's fun to do with the kids. It's fun for a family project. My husband goes out there and helps me mainly if there's like technical stuff with the water and the timing of the water <laughs> timer and stuff like that. I'm like, I can't get it to work, you know? So, um, he does technology. 
I dig in the dirt. Um, so yes. it's, it's a whole team effort. <laughs> That's last year. I did a huge, the last few, few years I've done from seeds and I did a huge garden last year and it was awesome. Like, so I remember awesome. seeing all those pictures. I was jealous of your squash that you had. Oh my gosh. Yeah, zucchini I had, was amazing. Zucchini was so good. Pumpkin, mm-hmm. tomatoes, like butternut squash. Like it was so much. Um, and yeah. it was awesome. But this year with, you know, working on starting two things and uh, working full time and I'm doing fellowship um, this year, I'm going to have to take an off year, but I did decide I'm going to go and like, I'm going to go get the two starter plants. Cause I had my brother start seeds, but they didn't, I don't think he took care of them. They didn't go. So who knows what happened to them last yeah. year? They all went, we had so much extra and this year, not a single one. I feel like there is something, yeah. something missing in the care there. Um, so maybe the watering. Grab- no yeah he said he did I was like do they see water oh no they're fine (laughs) okay yeah um because he did great last year right I didn't think he didn't want to deal with it this year um which is totally fine because I probably don't have the time or the ability to take care of it so I think I'm going to go grab like uh, two zucchinis like just like a few starter plants from the store put them in pots and just water and miracle grow those ones and mm-hmm. I get like um I don't know what you use for food but I get like an organic type of uh, vegetable food for mine mm-hmm. yep yeah and a lot of it too comes into you know the soil itself so mm-hmm. I, I compost all of our veggie scraps so I use that compost um each spring to like redo I, I redo the beds I do a little bit of like a layering with compost that for me but I don't produce enough compost for all of the beds so then I'll buy some compost at, um, we've got a local, um, gardening store that has some different, like different types of compost that, uh, I've done well with. So I'll do compost, uh, some soil, but it's got to have some perlite in it. So the perlite really, that was one of the first mistakes I made when I did the big beds is I didn't have enough perlite, um, to like break up that compost. And so it just got real packed and hard. And so the roots had a hard time growing. So it, they, the plants were alive. They just didn't produce as well. And so when I kind of mixed in some perlite to make it a little bit airier in there, so that the, that the roots, the roots grow, could... um, I am learning along the way. This is not like, I am yeah. like YouTube university when it comes to learning how to garden. Um, so it's so um, great what you can learn from others out there. Yeah. And that's, that's the idea is just to like implement, you know, all each year I'm like, okay, here's my goal. I want to um, really make sure my spring garden has these things in it. So then I'll like watch videos about growing peppers or tomatoes or loofah or, um, you know, some, I've got, I've got peanuts, um, you know, I've got some squash awesome. already going pumpkin, you know, uh, peas. Yeah. So all sorts of, all sorts of different fun things. Um, but oh, yeah, I did this pumpkin one. last year, it takes over the yard warning. Like, so that's takes the over the in- Oh yeah. no, it will take over the entire I even had like, oh my goodness. Yeah, they get, they get big. Yeah, this year I did a fence on a fence. So I I did, I put up a metal fence that I put on hooks onto our fence. So, and it's really, really long. So it's a 50 foot long piece of of metal fencing. So that way, as the the pumpkin grows, then I can just hook it onto that fence and it'll keep everything up off the ground. And then it'll fill that fence in. Once the pumpkin dies, it'll look really ugly. But when it's growing, it'll look pretty cool. Um, yes, and if it doesn't yes. work, then we won't do it next year. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the beauty, the beauty. Yeah, just, 
try something but, yeah, else. The fence on a fence just gives me space to let everything kind of grow. And yeah. um, so we'll see. I, I don't know if it'll work. Um, You'll have to let totally, us know how it goes. Yeah, just just a thought. <laughs> I'll take some pictures <laughs> and, and post them as, as it takes off. So awesome. Yeah. Um, perfect. So, um, I think the only other things that I was, I, I was going to talk about a little bit or in the kitchen is it's, it's even like little things that you want to think about or like, you know, so I have this, like, I like drinking matcha tea. Um, so, but even like something like that, you want to make sure that it's like non-GMO, right. Um, mm -hmm. so just kind of always, I think the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway is just like, look at your packaging and look at what the ingredients are. So the ingredients in, in this tea that I bought is um, it's unrefined cane sugar and organic Japanese matcha green tea. That's it. Those are the only ingredients. So sometimes when I'm at the store and I'm looking, I'm like, ew, it's natural. And then I read the ingredients. It's like, uh, you can't even like yeah, there's like 20 <laughs> things in there. And, and I don't, I don't, I thought this was just green tea, you know? So like, um, so I would say like, that's something that's just like a little bit of like a, if we're talking about tips and tricks for like decisions to make. Um, just really making sure that the packaging does say like, you know, non-GMO when it comes to food or, um, you know, when you're reading the ingredients that, I mean, it, if it can be five ingredients or less, usually it's going to be a little bit more of a whole product versus stuff that's been mixed in. Um, so just like little things, I, all of the products I buy are not five ingredients or less, <laughs> um, uh, you know, it, but it's just a rule of thumb. If I can find something that is then I'm usually going to go with that, especially if I can read the ingredient labels. Yeah. So yeah, little bits, little bits here and there. So little bit, every little small change makes a difference. They all eventually add up. So absolutely. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate everybody that follows us and uh, comments and um, helps us to grow uh, this, this podcast so that we can make it meaningful for other people. Um, in this world, right? So um, we will be catching you all next week. And thank you for joining.